Hi, it's Adam Harrison from Burble Guitars, and you are here with the Cigar Box Guitar Builder. Uh, first and foremost, we're here to say hello to Jason Heskins from J. Lee Guitars. How are you, mate? I'm good. How are you, Adam? Very, very good. This is so much better. I'm using Instagram. Um, this is so much better than Messenger. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, okay. It's huge, yeah. it's Messenger used to fall out and all that sort of stuff. First things first, Darren, who does the podcast with me Darren McDonald uh, does apologize he wanted to be here but he's got a family thing on so unfortunately I said no go away so yeah <laughs> so he misses out um, so I suppose a couple of questions let's start off now I'm going to be a bit rusty here because this is the first interview I've done for a while and uh, apologies so well that's good <laughs> so all right so Jason um, J Lee Guitars. Now, where where are you? Where are you based? Uh, I live on uh, Maclay Island, which, for those that don't know it, is a seven kilometer by four kilometer island off of um, South Brisbane. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm a Caloundra boy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. if, you, if you went straight, if you went straight out from Redland Bay, you'd find us. Oh, fantastic! That's awesome. So you basically. To, to get, you got ferries or anything to get you to or fro, to or throw a oh, bridge yeah. or yeah there's, there's yeah there's a there's a regular ferry service there's a, a barge service if you need to get the car on and off the island it's all good that's great oh my gosh that's yeah. <laughs> that's that's just such really a nice it. paradise mate <laughs> and most importantly there's a golf course on the island well there you go <laughs> that's it I was in <laughs> how long have you been there for uh, we've been here for three years okay. Um, yep. Now, if we wanted to find J Lee Guitars, where can we find you? As in the Instas and all that sort of stuff? Uh, Instagram and Facebook. I yep. don't have a website as such. Yep. Um, you know, just those two. J Lee Guitars, one word. Yep, yep. Um, all right, so let's talk about what's what's been happening with you, with your builds and, and things like that. Um, we, we've only recently got back to the island, actually. We've just got back from travelling, so we left... We left this time last year. July last year, we left. We got back in April. So we did nine months on the road. We did about 30,000 Ks. It's a big country, Australia. Yeah. And, um, and and frankly, since I got back, it's actually been quite slow. I've really noticed the difference. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed it. It doesn't seem like it. I saw you put a post up that said you had to put a hold on commission bills because you had so many to catch up on. But uh, Yeah, it's it's it has it has been hectic, but it's... um. It is a strange kind of time. I'm going to. I will say that it's. It's. They're not the yeah. the guitars that I'm that I'm building. For example, haven't yeah. been. They're not. Um, they're not traditional cigar box guitars. The 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 traditional cigar box okay. guitars just haven't been moving. Um, it seems to yeah. be the the three and four string guitars that I'm actually where I'm actually building the bodies and building, doing kind of my own thing. There that for me is is what's actually been kind of selling. And um, okay. to the point where uh, I think, what, three three months ago, I was <laughs> I was absolutely whinging and whining about um, cigar boxes and the, how difficult it is here in Australia to get mm. decent cigar boxes at a, at a, at a reasonable price. Um, yes. And it, it just, it's just, it's funny, you know, because it's, a lot of people tend to send, it, send me information saying, 
Um, oh, you can buy cigar boxes here and there and all that sort of stuff. And I was, I was looking around at trying to get some from like CB Giddy overseas and trying to get some bulk oh, things yeah. in. But the more I looked at it and the more I looked at what I was doing, it, they haven't been moving. So it's, it has been a bit strange. Um, and sure. the, the builds, the builds that I have to catch up on are actually solid body guitars. They're like three and four string solid oh. bodies, like those weird shapes that I do and all that sort of stuff. So that's, yeah. that's been very different for me. But um, yep. the videos that you've been putting up with your builds have been absolutely have been great since you've been back. You've put a couple up, and yeah. um, and the I suppose the, the the big thing for you is is the the types of guitars that you build, and you do a lot of resonators. Yeah. Why is that? Yeah, I don't know. Resonators have seem to have become my thing, not by design, but um, there don't seem to be a lot of people making them. I suppose for a start. Um, and as soon as I've sold one, you get a call from a friend of the guy you sold it for who says, oh, you made one for my mate. Can you make one for me? So most of what I build now is, is commission builds. Yeah, yeah. So um, so it, you, you just mentioned there that, you know, I put a couple of posts up recently and, and two of them were for children. So there was one that was pink with a with a white horse on it. And, and that was the daughter of a guy that's already bought three or four guitars from me previously as a, yeah. as a birthday present for her. So, so yeah, most of my builds now are commission builds. Um, yeah. And, yeah, Resonators seem to have become almost what I'm known for, I suppose. Yeah. Which is not a bad thing. I like them. Yeah, the sound of them is wonderful. And um, I... I've got to. I've never actually built a guitar that uses a proper resonator. And your guitars do have the proper yeah. resonator cone on the inside, don't they? Yeah. 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 So it tend to be the ones that I've done in the past have been the ones with the paint tin lids and Milo. Paint tin lids. Yeah. <laughs> I've got yeah. the Milo oh. tins, Milo and coffee tin lids and things like that. I've, I've got dog like bowls. a stash. Have you done the inverted dog bowls? Yeah, I've done those. And actually, one of the cigar, yeah. uh, one of the. Um, the three and four string solid body guitars that I do is actually a dog yeah. bowl kind of style style of guitar. I've and, seen them. I've seen. Oh, them. They look cool. Yeah, they're fun. They're a lot of fun. I haven't yeah. done them in. I haven't yeah. done done them in a while, and I've only just yeah. put them back up on the website. And um, we, we've sold two in the last month, which has been not the dog bowl oh, ones, but yeah. the other two styles that I've got. We've sold a couple of those. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I think, in a way, you've you've kind of hit the nail on the head with you. It's it doesn't seem to be very stressful then having to kind of have that keeping up thing going on, where I've got to keep up with stock and also okay. the, the commission stuff. Whereas with yourself, it's yep. because it's word of one person seen or, or as a friend, it seems to me yes. that you've got a you you've built a connection with that person already. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, for sure. Look, I, I always, I, I really enjoy commission builds, and I like the ones that are just a bit personalised. Yeah. So oftentimes I'll get asked for artwork. You know, where you take a photograph and laser print it, and then reverse it, and yep, transfer it onto the wood. I love that stuff. It's a great look, um, and I just really enjoy the personalised stuff. And with anybody that I'm making for, I'm, you ninety nine times out of a hundred, they love to be kept sort of updated on the build. So progress pictures and yeah. and given options. You know, what color what colours do you want? What trim do you want? Is it a particular type of wood you want to get used? All of this sort of yeah. stuff. So if you really personalise the whole thing, um, you know, then this thing becomes part of a relationship between the pair of you and then it's easy, you know, referrals come easily. Yeah. Do you do you give a time limit or do you just kind of say it's it'll take as long as it takes? 
depends on the build and and usually people they know if they're if they're asking for something specific and personalized to them then they just have to accept that it's going to come with a with a time frame on that yeah it might take a little bit of extra time because you might need to source a particular pickup or piece of timber or piece of artwork or something so and people are generally not in any great rush Usually. <laughs> Usually. 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 Sometimes if you pay deadline, you yeah. might, get a, might get a a bit of a hurry up. But, uh, yeah. but generally speaking, you know, it might take, on average, if I say to people it's going to take three or four weeks, that's more than enough. Yeah, yeah. I, for me, yeah, for me, it, it, it was used to be three or four weeks. And at the moment, it's just got, it, it got a little bit silly, which is why I've kind of... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, I, you know, running this is a full-time business, but I'm also a full-time teacher as well. So, it, yeah, okay. it, yeah, so it, it tends to get a little little stressy. And I've just finished that's a build. Sorry? In this country, is, but that's always been that ongoing challenge. Can you make a living out of it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we did for a while at the shop. We, you know, we, we did. I know. I'm very <laughs> impressed. COVID killed it, though. You know, it was, just, it was one of those things where it just... Um, it, uh, yeah, it was it was a bit of a shame because we lost our tourism. In fact, we lost our tourism thing, and um, and we just it, we couldn't keep up with that. But coming back, I'm, I'm I don't regret opening a shop and doing it like full time, full time uh, at all. It was wonderful, and I, I think realistically, if it hadn't been for COVID, I probably would, probably would still have the shop open. But um, yeah. it's it's uh, I think now for me though, it's it's become. Or it's becoming more of a relaxation thing. So when I do get a chance to go down to the to the workshop, for me, it's it's kind of my zen place. Do you feel the same way? Oh, for sure. And look, I mean, I've never I've never really set this up to be a like a a, a full time business per se. Yeah. I mean, I am. It's all I do for income. But you know, my my partner and I have very deliberately created. Um, you know, a certain lifestyle that's very simple, uh, very quiet, uh, and very inexpensive. You know, yeah. we live on a small island. We're not spending lots of money on fuel to get anywhere. Um, you know, we own the house. But there's no rent. There's no mortgage. So we grow a lot of our own food. Neither of us are drinkers. Neither of us are smokers. So, yeah. you know, I guess if you can create a lifestyle where your outgoings are tiny, well, then your need for income is also tiny. Yes, that's true. So, you know, if I can just sell two or three guitars a month and, and my other half does a couple of exercise classes a week on the island, we're, we're cruising, you know, we're fine. Living the Aussie dream, mate. Hang on, my dog's... He's lost his ball. Give me two seconds. <laughs> uh, our regular listeners know what's going on here. All right, Prince, you are killing me. You are killing me. Oh. I'll play with you later, mate. <laughs> so he's like this in the workshop too. I get this... I'll be working on something. I'll be de- I'm doing fret yeah. work, and he knows with me. Yeah. Here's the hammer. Like here's the fret work, and you go. Uh, I look at him and just go. Uh, uh. Oh, it's time. <laughs> not now, mate. <laughs> this is not the time. Not yeah. now. Bandsaw, fret work. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> it's just no. and and the table router. Well, the thing is, it scares him anyway. The router table. So it's that's that's oh, the nasty okay. side of things. Yeah. Let, let's move. Let's have a listen to your builds and things. Oh, you've got. I can see two guitars behind you there. Are they oh, one of, I have. You got yeah. a couple there? Um, yeah, there's a couple there. One of them is a resonator, of course. Yep. Uh, how do I get this? There you oh, go. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So one yep. resonator and one um, one three string. That's um, true. You know, I've usually got I've usually got a few kicking around the house. Yeah. Um, 
There's two there. There's a two across the other side of the room as well. Yeah. So, now, yeah, are those builds that you've made just for you, or are those actually for sale? No, they're for sale. It's the same as me. I don't actually. I don't actually own one of my own guitars. <laughs> Sorry. I said I've got two more upstairs in the bedroom, and they're technically mine, but I never play them. Yeah. <laughs> See, I build everything with pickups and stuff like that, but it's. It, yeah. I, I hardly ever plug them in. I, I mean, I've got a. Like I got a pig nose there, you know. If oh, I do, yeah. if I do plug in, I'll plug a pig nose in, and I I build effects pedals. So that's a yes, I know. That's a germanium yep. fuzz, which I've had this for yonk, so I can't believe it never sold. That's got these no. old nineteen seventies um, AC one twenty eight K transistors in it, and it's just like it's yep. just gold. And so I went, screw it, I'm keeping it. <laughs> so yeah, I run that into the. <laughs> I run that into the pig nose. It's crazy fun. Um, Excellent. But your builds. So what's your favourite part of building? It's funny, you know. I mean, for me, I think people focus a great deal on the body. Yeah. When they're looking at a guitar, making a decision about a guitar, or does the body look a certain way? But for me, the real skill and the real art is in the neck. Yeah. But that... Absolutely is my favorite part. And, and there's just something about creating something. So to think that one day these are three, usually my necks are three pieces laminated. So yep. usually there are three pieces of stock standard Bunnings timber sitting on the shelf. Yep. Usually. Yeah. Okay? One day that's all they are, three lengths of timber. Within a week or so in my hands and doing what I do, that becomes a thing of beauty. Yeah. Yeah. And you, it's all, and it sounds really kind of wanky, but you, it's almost like you 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 establish a relationship with that piece of timber. Yeah, you spend that much time because I do everything by hand. There's no band saws, there's no routers, there's nothing. It's and when I say I sand something, it means I get a piece of sandpaper and I sand on it. a cork block, and okay, off you so, go. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Everything I do is absolutely by hand. It might be slow, it might be old school, but I love it. So by the time I've cut the timber. Um, used a one of those Japanese the Shinto um, rasp. yeah the Shinto rasp oh, yeah God bless those things <laughs> you know I'll rasp it and then I'll file it and then I'll sand it all the way to 1200 grit. yeah oiling oiling or waxing between them generally yeah and uh, by the time I finish that process you know I, I, it's like I've got a relationship with that piece of timber so yeah. the neck absolutely is what it's all about for me so is there any particular timbers that you prefer using for the for the neck? I tend to use um, Tazio yeah. primarily. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just so readily available. It's rock solid. And, you know, it's solid enough to build mm. a guitar neck with um, and, and just a pleasure to work with. And I'll tell you what, considering you get most of this stuff off the shelf at Bunnings, some of it is absolutely magnificent. Oh, it's gorgeous. I, I have to admit, oh, well, I have to admit, I tend to... Because with me, I've got a table, I've got a table saw and all that sort of stuff, but it's, it's really not very good and it never has been very good and I've never had the money to actually get a decent one. So I tend to buy the, the, I use Bunning Timber as well. And I noticed on one of your builds, I'm sure you had, um, you were using, um, some Maranti as well. Oh, and that's right. Yes, I have. Well, Maranti apparently has a very close, uh, tonal association with Mahogany. I've heard, oh, okay. and and, and yeah. I think it might have been, um, and, and it's got a very particular grain. But there's there's two there's there's a, ver- a varying degree 
of Moranti. Yes. Because the yes. darker it is, the better it is. The yes. lighter it is, you can stick okay. your thumbnail in it. And I know. Yeah. Some of it seems so soft. It's like yes. it's like balsa wood. Some of it, but yes. the dark that darker one. And I noticed on one yes. of the videos. I'm sure it was one of the videos where you were doing an oil. You were showing like the difference from okay. from an oil. And I think yes. you had. You might have had. Um, it was um, probably a Tazio fretboard. Yeah, Tazio fretboard. It had that gorgeous, that ripple wave through it, which was beautiful. Okay. And yeah. the Moranti underneath, and I could see that grain. Yes. And if you look at that grain yeah. and compare that grain to the grain of mahogany, it's okay. very, very, very similar. And I'm sure it was oh, Tim it from, you know, Tim Guitars, TYM Guitars, in, who used to yes. have the shop in Brizzy. And yes. I, I think that guy's just, I think he's an Aussie legend. I think he's an absolute gem. And I think it's criminal what's happened to his shop. He lost his store. Uh, same thing okay. he, uh, during during COVID as well or whatever it okay. was. He's still building. Yeah. He's, he's still out there building and doing doing his thing, okay. but he does it from home now, oh, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I'm sure he was doing guitar necks and I, he was using like, um, it might have been Oak and Moranti or like as a as a laminate as well. And that okay, kind of yeah. really got me onto it, and it's I quite like Moranti as well. But as as I was saying, it's there's that that lovely dark stain that you got that you yes. had on that neck, and when it got comes up, one. yeah, it's just it's absolutely beautiful. Um, yep. So there was that. The other thing I was just going to say, yeah, um, I was talking to Mark Wilmot, you know, from um, yes, of course, uh, from uh, CBG Emporium, and I'm sure it was Mark who told me. Um, apparently the Tassie oak from Bunnings, um, yeah. it's not all oak. Apparently some of it's actually ash. So, oh, okay. yeah, which is like, it's, I'm not sure, I'm not sure where the difference is or what you get, but sometimes, nah. and I have to admit, I, I'm, I'm going to say it's the tools that I've got, not the fact that I'm also incredibly lazy when it comes to having to do stuff like that. But I, I actually yeah. prefer to spend and buy the $15 lengths those shorter okay. $15 oak lengths because they're already pre-cut. Oh. They're not twisted. Yeah. And they're also, um, they're cut on the, um, are they quarter sawn? So, yes. so they don't, they tend not to move up and down so much, especially if you're not using okay. a truss rod. And I don't laminate yeah, yeah. my necks. I, I use a single piece. So oh, I always find okay. yeah, yeah. those ones are really good because if it's quarter sawn, it doesn't, it, it won't bend up with string tension nearly as much. So uh, that's, yeah, that's yeah. often good. So, big question for you. So, the favorite part was okay. the next. You love the next. What's your oh, least? Sure. What's your least favorite part of building? Uh, probably the same as everybody, I think, which is fretting. Uh, <laughs> it's just so time consuming. Yeah, yeah. It's. I don't know, and and it's and it's the one part you have to be really, really precise with. Yeah. You, know, you can't you can't miss this by a mill here or there. You know, you might get away with with small errors like that elsewhere, but you won't with fretting. Yeah. So it's got to be spot on. And thank God for the Stumac fret calculator. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, how people did it before that, I have no idea, but that's... Yeah. It's called mathematics. I don't know how anybody worked it out. <laughs> it's called mathematics. Anyway, it, yeah. See, that's why it's beyond me. So thank God for the app. Um, but yeah, fretting probably. And, and if I'm honest... That and the electronics, uh, you know, soldering and so on, yep. are probably the two areas where I could perhaps raise my game a bit. They're the two bits I know I could, I could probably do better. I, I think for me, those two areas for me are my favourites. 
Uh, for me, no, yeah, really... yeah, for me, okay. it's, that's that's absolutely my favourite part is the the electronics, obviously, because I, I do effects pedals and stuff like that. But I find, yeah, yeah. I, I find soldering in the soldering. In, it's also that point for me during a build for, when it comes to soldering, where I'm close to the end of the build and I'll actually be able to play it. Yeah. So that's you okay. know, it's I tend to go through a. Um, I don't, I'm not sure whether you you're the same, but I have a usually have a pattern. As I go through, of when I start a guitar, and I usually follow the same procedures as I go to, you know, up to yeah. the end result. Um, but yeah. for me, the other thing is that fretting, and even with Prince, you know, my dog in the in the workshop, yeah. um, even Prince knows not to come near me when I'm fretting. But I, I find fretting, um, uh, it, it's it's really quite, um, it's almost. Uh, it's like yoga for some people, you know what I mean? For me, it's like, it's one of those things where I can really just narrow in and focus. I tend to have a bit of OCD and I tend to be a little bit, um, you know, I'm a bit all over the place, a bit haphazard sometimes. I'm usually taking on more than I should. Whereas when I, okay. when I come to fretting, it's it just, I can sit there for half an hour, 40 minutes, yeah. just yeah. taking my time. Yeah. And probably the, 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 It's funny because I do love fretting a lot, but there's one part of fretting which I, which is probably my least favorite thing, which is snipping the frets. Oh. It's actual snipping oh, okay. of the fret. It's I love hammering them in, and I always remember there's um if you go back and look on YouTube from about eleven years ago or something like that, and you look up Daddy Mojo, and there's a scene yeah. in in one of their promo videos that they used to do for their cigar box guitars where he was hammering in the fret, and I can see, you can see the fret kind of bend into the down into the fret with the hammer and i've always loved that yeah. part so i love hammering them in but then it's the snipping thing i don't like the snipping part so, <laughs> so my favorite bit and my least favorite bits are within the same thing but yeah okay but um yeah it's all good it's all good but speaking of fretting it's yeah. interesting that i i believe you and nigel mctrustry in Brisbane, have got a pretty good relationship happening there. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. Is, it, is it... I'm going to guess. I don't know yeah. for 100%, but I'm going to guess. Nigel doesn't fret his guitars. Nigel does fretless only. No, he does. <laughs> and... Sensible man, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> well, he does. I think Nigel's one of those amazing builders who has kind of carved out a real niche for himself. He's carved out a real absolutely. image and... You, as soon as you see one of his guitars, even though it may not have, you may not be able to see the label or see his name on it or anything no. like that. But as soon as you see it, yep, immediate. It's no questions asked. You know immediately. He so, always uses the back of those Arturo Fuente boxes. Yep, he's always got the key for the bridge. He's always got the chrome and the gold knobs. He's always got that little curly bit on the end of the headstock. Yep. it's just a McTrusty from a mile away. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And if anyone's, if no one's yep. seen Nigel's work and if you've been living under a rock for many years um <laughs> go and look up mctrustry guitars however this is also another outlet for you because nigel actually yeah. on i think it's uh cigarboxguitaraustralia.com yeah um yep, yep. nigel actually does sell your guitars through yes. that website so that's another avenue yeah. if, if you want a pre-made uh, J Lee Guitars instrument, you can actually go to oh, yeah. yeah Nigel McTrustry's website and purchase one there. I probably should have mentioned that earlier. <laughs> <didn't I? laughs> 
Thank that's you for it. bringing yeah. it up now. No, well, that's all right. That's the whole idea. It's it's yeah. look doing this doing this podcast for me because uh, people sometimes, especially when people used to come into the shop and they'd say, "Oh, I listen to the podcast. It's really great." Why do you promote other pl- other builders? And yeah. I think I think we have. Uh, we have a very, very lucky community of builders. We we tend not to be, um, we tend not to be as um, competitive um, no. with each other. I'll rephrase. I am competitive. I am very competitive with you know with yourself and with Nigel and um, and shush. Sit down there. Shut up. <laughs> oh, he's getting cheeky. He's getting cheeky. He's had enough. Like, he's been 30 minutes of us chatting. He's like, you haven't thrown a ball. I've had enough. What are you doing? Um, but as I was saying, yeah, it's... There's, there's a competition thing where I look at something and I'll say, that is awesome. That is That is so cool. So whenever I'm building, I do like the idea of thinking... My guitar's got to compete with that guitar if I want to sell it because I do. I'm, I'm, you know, in business to sell my guitars, and I'm looking at it. But when I look at them, I'm still looking at them as a fan of the instrument and a fan of the the, the people who build. Um, I don't think I've, I've very, very rarely come across people in um, in this craft or hobby, if you will, who are mean, who just who. Uh, will say things just you know to, to, to hurt other builders and stuff like that and um, no. whereas uh, in the solid body electric side of things like the the standard guitar no. um, I tend to find that there can be quite a bit of um, quite a bit of uh, professional rivalry and stuff like that and I think the fact oh, that we look at our guitars and say, although we want them to be perfect, and I'm doing that for those people who can't see with inverted commas around it, they're imperfect. I think that's the whole lovely... That's part of the attraction. Yeah. That's the lovely thing about our instruments is that they, you know, they're not absolutely perfect. There's going to be a... Because it's the secondhand boxes or depending yeah. on the way... Although I don't build very many traditional cigar box guitars anymore, um, you know, I build my own boxes... I still build yep. them, and if I if I if there's a chunk out of or a whirl in, or a you know something in that timber that's off or different, I don't throw that away. I'll keep that, and I'll actually Absolutely. prefer to use no. all those nasty bits, you know, sometimes. For sure. Um, oh, I hear you. Yeah, and I just think and, that's. And look, I've taken perfectly good pieces of timber or perfectly good boxes and beaten them up to crap. Yeah. <laughs> Quite intentionally. Yeah, you know, take a torch to them. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's for, yeah, the torch thing is great. To- I like just um, I'm a big fan of um, of of pyrography. You know the burning uh, artwork with the, with yeah. burning with a with a burner and all that sort of stuff. But yeah. um, actually, one guitar I'm building at the moment for someone. Uh, I actually do instead of doing like a, um, uh, it's a red guitar, but it has this black um, sunburst or burn. Okay, and I'm actually burning yeah. it. So I'm actually using the, oh. the the torch and actually, and it's on the oak, and the yeah. oak burns really nicely. And um, yes, sir. that last one I did actually came up so beautifully, it came up really, really nicely. So it's fun to burn stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, who doesn't love getting the torch on it? All right, a couple of final questions to finish off the interview, 
and it has been an absolute pleasure talking to you. So I've I've, no, I've enjoyed looking at your guitars for for a good while, and um, as I said, the resonators are definitely something. Uh, definitely, everybody yeah. should go and check out. And um, thank you. They're wonderful, but. A couple of questions to finish off. Now, we mentioned this before. So are, are you a player who builds or a builder who plays? I'm a builder. You're a builder. Full stop. <laughs> um, I am not, never have been a guitarist. Yep. Now, for the sake of demonstration purposes, I can kind of put a tune together. But even now, I, I still wouldn't call myself a, a player, of, really. But you're a lover of and, the and instrument. My, you know, well, my standard answer is that Leo Fender couldn't play guitar, apparently. Yeah, it's true. It's absolutely true. So, he could, couldn't play. He played. I think he played keyboard. He was a piano player not, or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, All I, think I know he was a, is that it, it serves me well to quote that line. So, yeah. Well, you know what? Leo Fender couldn't play guitar. Neither can I. So, like I say, I can kind of knock out a tune. You know, I can sit and noodle with one for the sake of it, but nobody needs to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, uh, Avocet, uh, what's his name? Oh, I can't remember his name from Avocet Guitars. I was just Avocet, having, okay. yeah. I never yeah. see him playing his, but every time I see the videos on on um, on Instagram, he's they're the most lovely instruments. And seeing your guitars being played, they I'm looking just, at. Sorry, there's something about his. They just look so clean. Aren't they? Lo- I know. I know. How do you do that? They're just the the, the I, I I I don't know. I. It's it's otherworldly, isn't it? How do you find cigar boxes that are so absolutely pristine and clean? It just yeah. yeah. Does he's got a particular way of doing them, and I love it. I just think it's so cool, you know. Well, there's another guy who, the minute you see the guitar, you don't need to see the logo. No, and he's got that cool acoustic bridge on it. He does. He's built that. He's yep. designed his own bridge for them, and yeah, yeah. It's just so cool. It's just so cool. Yep. He does, yeah. It's um. And he, yeah, he's he's definitely got a look. He he has a, a particular look, yeah. and it's like Darren. It's like Darren, like my friend up here who who does the podcast with us. Darren has his own style of building guitars. I, I, he's just he built his very first official cigar box guitar. He did a diddly bow um, a few, um, I think, a, a couple of months ago, and okay. he because um, he builds cigar box guitar style instruments, but he uses just reclaimed timber palings and um i've got a couple of his guitars which you know which which he's given me over time of um and they're wonderful they're just they're so quirky and like i I couldn't i couldn't even begin to try and build one of those you know so he i think everyone and you know i think you know people who copy because you can yep. see it. And there are people out there who copy. Yep. And I always try and suggest to people, if you see something that you really love, by all means, borrow it. I always yep. think, pay it forward. If you've, if, you've, yep. if you've borrowed an idea from someone, I've just put out a video of a, of a, um, a license plate guitar that I've just finished. Okay. And I've, I, yep. needed, I needed a lot of inspiration on this guitar because it, was, it, was, it nearly killed me. This 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 thing because I don't um I don't I don't tend to build license plate instruments very much and this was no. this particular one was a um a nineteen fifty six license plate a, a, a tradition like t- traditional a, a, a real nineteen fifty six license plate and he sent me a one cent coin American one cent coin it's a um, Californian oh. I think or something okay and um but he said I want electric pickup. But I, I don't want you to cut a hole in it. I want so, and I don't like um, 
I don't like uh, mounting pickups underneath because I don't think okay. they're never strong enough. And no. sometimes if you've got the, I know that CB Giddy make those mega bucker things or whatever they are. They're, they're, they're the flat yeah. pickups, but they're like massively overwound. And okay. I've never been a big fan of them. I actually used Marks, and they're not super, the ones that Mark make aren't super super strong. So I had to no. figure out a way to actually. I borrowed Del Puckett's method of tilting the neck down, how he does okay. his on his YouTube videos. So I ended up building three guitars Del Puckett, in Del Puckett's style to, to practice okay. to do yeah, this yeah. one. So that, and so basically so that if I, if I tilted the neck down, I could have the string yeah. as it came over the body really, really, really close to the body and within yeah. the magnetic yeah. field. And it... it, it Okay. It killed me because it worked. It worked today. I finally finished the guitar, <laughs> and it's taken a year. Yeah. It's taken a year to build okay. this guitar. Like, and it's and the guy's so patient. He's such a beautiful person. He's such a lovely guy, and he's just been. He just said, always said, just take your time, take your time. I know what you're doing. Wow. You know, yeah. and yeah, I finished. I literally finished it this morning, uh, and I borrowed another idea from another builder. Um, I think box uh, was it box guitars or something like that. I can't remember. I'm awful. I'm a horrible person, but I'm trying to pay for it. So what I'm saying is, borrow ideas, but make. Sure, I always say, make sure you you kind of pay it forward. Say, okay, I've borrowed this idea from this, and then adapt it. Make it your own. Do your own thing with it. Um, you know, I think that's sure. important, and I think you've done that. I think you've done okay. that. You know, as as with yeah. your builds, uh, I'm beginning to see them when they come up. I can see it straight away, and I go. Oh, Oh, that's, good. You know that's that's you know that's Jason's guitar. I know that one. I I I, I know I know that that brand straight away. So it's it's. I think you you're creating a nice niche for yourself within that market. So oh, everyone, go and oh, check out um, Nigel McTrusty's website. Um, yes. Or you can contact you direct uh, via J League Guitars. Just to finish yep. off, couple yep. of quick questions. The first one is: What's your top tip for new builders? What would your top tip for a new builder be? Keep it simple. Keep it simple? That's very what, what really attracted these to me, What one of the main things that attracted me to these things when I first saw them, I don't know, 1997 I think was the first time I saw a cigar box guitar, was their simplicity. Yep. And the fact that you could make a musical instrument out of something you're not supposed to make musical instruments out of. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely, and the very final question for you: yeah. If you want to, if you want to, if you want to, you don't have to answer this question. It's a very, very, very oh, tricky question. This one: What's yeah. your secret weapon? What's my secret? What's weapon? your secret weapon? What's your secret weapon when it comes to building your guitars? What's your secret weapon? Uh, oh gosh. Maybe maybe not being a player might actually be a benefit. Yeah. How's that? I think um, I think just just persistence, patience. Yeah. Because I do everything by hand. I like um, I like that there's something kind of traditional in that. Yeah. So just do it by hand. That's that's it for me. Just keep it simple. Do it by hand. Take your time and enjoy the process. Well, that's. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for coming on the show oh, today. It's it's been a real pleasure. I appreciate um, the invite. Oh, having a chat with you. It's this is the first interview, as I said, I've done 
uh, I think for a long time and um, it, it feels good to be actually back in the interviewer's chair kind of talking to someone like yourself and uh, uh-huh. I'm hoping to do it a lot more. Please go and check yeah, out <laughs> Please check out Jay Lee Guitars, Jason Heskins and Jay Lee Guitars on Instagram, uh, Facebook as well. Yep. Yep. Is that, now on Facebook, is that Jay Lee Guitars page? Yeah. Yep, it is as well. Um, yep. And do you, have, yep. do you have a YouTube channel? No. No, that's cool. Uh, and otherwise, as I said, at uh, Nigel McTrustery's website at cigarboxguitaraustralia.com. Mate, yep. it's been a huge pleasure. Um, for everybody else, thank you Me for too. supporting the podcast. I know we took a break for uh, a few months uh, where you weren't able to <laughs> actually play anything. Um, please consider supporting the channel. The best way you can do that is to simply by telling your friends about the show. Uh, if you are a cigar box guitar builder or player and you want to know what's kind of going on uh, via a podcast, uh, check out all of our previous podcasts as well and um, just tell your friends. That's basically it. Um, that's the easiest way to support us. So again, Jason, thank you so much for coming onto the show today. Uh, for everybody else, thank, thank you, you for listening. And um, all good. We'll catch you next time.